Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We have to give the fans a plan, and we have to make sure the fans understand the plan. Nurse drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. We have to make changes. The players know that. They're aware of it. People want to be part of the process, and then they buy into the plan. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitech. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. And the sign said, long-haired, freaky people need all to fly. So I took my hair up under my hat. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stopper joining you in the 630 Chad Studios. Might not be here tomorrow. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, lots of signs out there, and all signs, and reported on multitude of fronts. Mark Spector, initially uh, sort of the guy on Friday from the mainstream uh, media in town, uh, saying that uh, Ken Holland was going to be the next general manager. Of course, Rod Peterson out of Regina tweeted that Tuesday of last week. A lot of us didn't believe, actually, that... Ken Holland would ever leave the Detroit Red Wings. But uh, all signs pointing to the fact that the uh, general manager of the Edmonton Oilers moving forward will be Ken Holland. What will that mean for the organization? Well, we got lots of different perspectives coming up. John Shannon on today's edition of Oilers Now. He's been all over this story. He will join us at 1235. A guy who has written about Ken Holland and several other NHL general managers. He wrote the book Behind the Moves. He has another book coming. 
He spent a number of years working for Tom Gallardi down with the Dallas Stars, did a very good job, uh, jump-started their moribund season ticket base that was below at one point, I think, 5,000 people or 5,000 season seat holders. Uh, Jason Ferris, again, the author of Behind the Moves, will get some of his thoughts because he interviewed several different NHL general managers. What makes Ken Holland different? Get an update from the farm. Bakersfield went uh, quadruple overtime opening game lost against Dallas Aiken, San Diego Gulls, and then the Gulls won 4-1 in game two. So San Diego's up 2-0. Should mention Cooper Marodi out with an upper body issue. He got drilled into the boards last uh, game of the series against Colorado. Connor Yamamoto has been dealing with a wrist situation for a while. So basically two of the top forwards out for Bakersfield. A top forward, Troy Terry, out for San Diego Gulls as well. But they do have guys like Sam Steele and uh, Maxime Comtois, world junior captain up uh, from junior. Max Jones. So we'll talk to Jay a bit about that series as well. You can reach us at any time. Again, uh, the opening hour of the show brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT plotters, software now. Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices manage at digitex.ca. So all signs pointing to Ken Holland, uh, likely being the president and general manager, a combination of roles with the Edmonton Oilers organization. And it'll be intriguing to see how the rest of this... uh, uh, seeing how the rest of us ends up transpiring here. You can reach us at any time on our Oilers Now hotline for the River Cree Resort and Casino. They've got the Journeyman, a tribute to Eric Clapton, taking place May 25th at the River Cree. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. I was at an event uh, for ATB Financial Saturday night. Jason Strudwick, uh, Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network, uh, Matt Benning from the Oilers as well. Uh, they Every year ATB does a tournament, and uh, man, there were some smart dudes in that, uh, uh, in that building. Lots of guys with lots of knowledge and understanding of the game as well. I'm not just talking about the panelists. I'm talking about the people that were uh, there. So special thanks to John Winwick and Chris Noble for inviting us down there for that event. You can text us at any time at 630-630 on the Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford is out in Fort Saskatchewan. It's not your small-town dealership with a new, huge, state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. Uh, at Twitter, at Oilers Now, I'm personally available. Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott is at Brendan Escott. Brandon, we're going to bring you in right now. How was your weekend? It was good as ever. I, uh, I had the pleasure of tuning into that quadruple overtime game on the radio network that Ryan Holt does the broadcast for. That was a wild one. And of course, we've got plenty of news and rumor mill churning like I haven't seen it churn before, Bob. Yeah, so. well, uh, I mean, look, it's all uh, Mark Spector, uh, John Shannon, uh, Ryan Mishog from TSN first thing this morning saying it's a done deal. Uh, um, you know, I'm an Oilers Entertainment Group employee. Figured out uh, when it comes to Twitter, uh, we wait until the organization sends an actual release out. All signs pointing to the inevitability of the situation. What does it mean potentially for the staff with Ken Holland coming in? I, I got to tell you, I don't know. Uh, I have my own personal opinions on some of the work that's been done in Detroit. Just first of all, um, it's interesting. I, I would suggest, and maybe it's a byproduct of Twitter. But I think that there's a lot of people under the age of 45 that look at the last three or four or five-year window of the work in Detroit and go, well, he hasn't made the playoffs for the last three years, and they've been in cap, uh, had some cap challenges. Um, and, and so there's been some criticism certainly out there on Twitter that Holland, you know, why would you bring Holland in? Conversely, uh, universally respected in the hockey world, and I talked to seven 
seven different people uh, with five different organizations this morning as I waited to do the show today. And, uh, the, you know, the general consensus is you're talking about a top 10 general manager of all time. I will throw, the, 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 you know, I, I, and I fully expect to get some texts at 6.30, 6.30, and it's a two-parter. What do you think of the Holland hire since all signs are pointing to the inevitability of it? And text part two, who should coach the team? Who should Right now, the Oilers have uh, an acting general manager was Keith Gretzky, interim head coach in Ken Hitchcock. I know Tyler Hupka put out a poll yesterday, and I think he listed four. And, I, and the way I understand these Twitter polls is you can only name four people on, a, on an actual poll. And he had uh, Todd Nelson, uh, Dave Tippett, and uh, Ken Hitchcock, and Mike Babcock. And leading the charge with roughly 50% the last time I checked, and I think there was like 4,000 votes on this thing, uh, was Todd Nelson, which, because of his work, you want to call her cup for uh, Ken Holland in Detroit. I got to tell you, I'd be a, a little bit surprised if it was Todd Nelson, just because he's uh, been here and done that before. Uh, Mike Babcock, I know Bob McKenzie was on TSN this morning talking about the fact, is Mike Babcock an, an option for Edmonton? I got to tell you, I don't know. Uh, that's that's an interesting one to me. He's a costly guy. A lot of the money's been front-loaded in his contract. Uh, Ken Hitchcock is still the acting head coach. The has got to do a better job defensively. And that's why Dave Tippett's name is out there. A lot of people have said, well, Dave Tippett makes a lot of sense to Edmonton. He wants to get back in. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to be very intrigued to see what happens with the coaching position. And I'm going to be intrigued to see there's obviously going to be a change of management personnel. That is an absolute given. I think most people think the amateur side of the house is in order. And most people think that a lot of the pro player procurement lacked. And the only question is how much did Peter Shirelli listen or not listen to his people? Or not even engage in the end? Uh, I will say this. A lot of drawn, a lot of people out there, not so much people in hockey circles, but more the everyday fan that's tremendously passionate about this team has said, hasn't Bob Nicholson gone down the same path with Ken Holland that he did with uh, Peter Shirelli? Peter Shirelli, uh, unfortunately for him, probably granted me as much time as anybody. Think about it. There are two guys on every trip. That's it amongst the media. Okay? Those two guys are Jack Michaels and Bob Stauffer. We are the guys that are around, like, we're there. Uh, you have guys in this market right now that are on air hosting radio shows that haven't been at a Rogers Place press conference, even though they're accredited to do so. You have the the writers between Jim Matheson and Rob Tichkowski who, who do, you know, they're entitled to their opinions. They cover things. Uh, they they write from a different perspective. They split the beat. That's how it works. Uh, Terry Jones, prominent columnist, obviously has. His connectivity, specifically to the Oilers Communications Department, uh, Terry Jones is a guy who does not travel regularly around the team. So what I'm saying here is, by default, Peter was stuck seeing me the most. And I host this show, which is, in theory, of course, 80% of Oilers now is Oilers. And uh, so we had several con- He granted me a lot of time. He did. And I, I would suggest to you that he has a very different personality um, than uh, than Ken Holland. Uh, Peter was, he, he'd probably be the first to tell you he's not always the most approachable guy. Ken Holland is part of what makes Ken Holland so well-liked in terms of specifically with the writers is he, he did grant them time. 
and he was fairly accessible. And I do think in this marketplace, a feel for the market makes sense. And I fully expect Holland, a guy that came out of the Western Hockey League, a guy that lives in Vernon or near Vernon in the offseason, I could foresee a scenario where the fit totally makes sense. But he is a, he has a different deportment than Peter Shirelli. Again, all signs pointing to Ken Holland. Um, and so we'll see. Brendan, it's interesting. Just in terms of the work on analytics, like I think the Oilers cut back or went a little bit different direction in 2015. I can tell you that uh, when the change was made January 23rd, I personally advocated for a guy out there that had um, done some work before in the Oilers organization um, but had never been hired full-time. And I think that on the analytics side, I think that, hey, if they're going to spend X amount of money to bring in Ken Holland... I don't think they're going to chisel when it comes to cheap out when it comes to, to spending some money in analytics. So I could foresee that happening in the future. People say, well, he, he made a bunch of bad decisions. He also, take a look at the, the Thomas uh, Tatar trade. That is a trade. You get a first, a second, and a third round pick for the Vegas Golden Knights last year in three, uh, and those three picks over a span of three years. That was a pretty good return. Now, when the trade was made, people didn't expect Vegas to go to the Stanley Cup final. They did. So that dropped the valuation on that first-round pick to a 30th overall pick. That turned out to be Joseph Valeno. But nonetheless, that was a good deal. So we'll see. Time will tell. When Shirelli was hired, somewhere between 80 to 90% approval. I'm a little surprised at the amount of criticism over this hiring based upon the overall track record of Ken Holland, but everybody is entitled to their own opinions. In terms of the coaches, I'm going to be really intrigued to see who people think should be the next head coach. Uh, you have a senior manager. Do you, you know what's what's the priority? Should the priority be a coach that can minimize and find a way for the Oilers to play better defensively? I don't even know if fans want that. But the fact is, when the Oilers took the big step forward in 2016-2017 under Todd McClellan, they substantially cut down the goals against and, as a result, scored more goals. It's sort of two and two. All right, let's head into, and again, we'll get... We'll have some time for some text today. We're going to do open line on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now. Stoffer Inspector tomorrow as well. And it wouldn't surprise me, not out of the realm of possibilities, that we might be looking at a, a presser. We'll see when they eventually get going to it. To our Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Work, where, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at uh, the Blues Radio Network. Over the course of the weekend, Saturday, I, I, Brenda, i got to tell you, they... Uh, I watched a game online in the in a in a suite at uh, at the uh, River Cree with the ATB event, and I got the sense most of the guys were cheering for Columbus, and they rallied from three one down. But then David Pasternak struck in the final ninety seconds. Over the line, left side, Panarin cuts to the middle, knocked off balance by Carlo, and out at center ice, the Bruins control over the line. Here's Martian, far circle, centers, they score. So Bruins up 3-2. We'll get to NHL today in a second. Meanwhile, in San Jose, did Joe Pavelski help the Sharks win again? 
with something that didn't happen on the ice. Of course, big wave to the crowd there. Hmm. Who do you got here on the goal? Just take a look at the script there, Brennan. Uh, what's going on there? Um, it's Thomas Hurdle. Okay. With the game winner. Okay. Pardon me. <laughs> like Eric Johnson. There was an Eric Johnson that played in uh, in San Francisco before. You remember? The tight end, Eric Johnson. Before my time, maybe. All right. There he goes. Wasn't that long? He's married to somebody famous. Can you type up Eric Johnson? Um, tight end? Anyways, Eric. <laughs> the script said Eric Johnson. But Tomash Hurdle uh, with the 2-1 goal for the San Jose Sharks. Here's Dan Rizanowski, Sharks Radio Network. Now Donskoy takes a handoff from Kane. Walks to the slot. Can't get it. Turn around. Classic. Shot. Save. Rebound. Score. again. Tomas Hurdle getting the backhand on it. Driving to the net. Getting the rebound. And the Sharks take the 2-1 lead with 6.26 gone by in the third period. Well, there you go. Um, just, my wife has texted me. He Is he married to Jessica Simpson? Is that who he's married to? Eric Johnson? Yeah, Jessica Simpson is the football, uh, football tight end Eric Johnson. Well done, Eric. Uh, anyways, it was not Eric Johnson scoring. They got uh, game six coming up. 3-2 now. San Jose up on the Colorado Avalanche. Oh, those bunch of jerks. Four straight over the Carolina Hurricanes. The Edmonton Oilers, by the way, offered a contract to Greg McKaig uh, this past offseason. They didn't get him. Uh, he has played a role for the Hurricanes here. 3-1 goal over the Islanders. Islanders out in four straight. Correction is Patrick Brown to Martinuk. Martinuk now lays it off. Pesci with a shot that goes through. Leonard can't handle it, and they score. They score. The Carolina Hurricanes, Greg McKegg on the doorstep, takes advantage of the Leonard fumble in Carolina. Two goals, less than a minute. Lightning striking at PNC Arena. Carolina up 3-1. Well, I didn't see that coming. I thought the Islanders were going to win that series for sure. Shows you what I know. Uh, St. Louis yesterday against the Dallas Stars. Tough call against Patrick Maroon in that game. Uh, ultimately, though, the uh, the Blues get it done as we head off to the uh, Blues radio network. Spezza has it. Two seconds to go, and you can bring up the Zamboni in Dallas. The Blues fans here in Dallas come to their feet and cheer. We've got a game seven on Tuesday night in St. Louis, folks. A winner-take-all final game of what has become a great second-round series between the Blues and Stars. 4-1 the final. Some would say it's the best two words in sport, game seven. we got some game sixes coming up we'll tell you about momentarily. This uh, email has come in from uh, Val from the high desert of Northeast Colorado. Bob, count me in as one of the many of thousands who disagree with the hire of Ken Holland. It projects to be Shirelli Part 2, a.k.a. more of the same. We could be proven wrong in time, but for now, we're thumbs down on this move. We'll get to more texts, emails, tweets. Again, I, you talk to hockey people, and they'll tell you that you know, Ken Holland's reputation, his CV is unmatched in the National Hockey League. When we return, NHL Today for elite promotional marketing, more than just sportswear. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 
All right, 1226 in Edmonton, very quickly. Uh, let's go to some text on our Heartland for text line. Uh, not a very progressive hire with Holland, so hoping for a young coach that works well with younger players. Um, Dallas says, Bob, I'm pretty sure you were saying the exact same things when Shirelli was hired. This is Shirelli 2.0 for the most part. That being said, it still may work out. Wait and see. That one comes to us from Dallas. Uh, Andy says, Bob, uh, Holland is a uh, will be a great hire. Uh, what about Lindy Ruff as a head coach? Um, and this text comes in, Stoffer, Holland's success was a byproduct of an incredible scouting team in Detroit. They were the first ones to tap into the Euro talent. Terrible choice, second coming of PC. Um... We literally have, please don't be, a, I'm going to get one more in here from the Don. Uh, the city of Edmonton and surrounding area have a long and deep history with the Detroit Red Wings. A lot of us older Oilers fans were the property of the Red Wings. Bring in a veteran Detroit Red Wing, um, and it's a soulful moment for the Oilers, says the Don. Mr. Escott, you have one minute. There's a lot to jam in in a minute here, Bob. Uh, Hurricanes' first team advancing to the conference final with a sweep of the Islanders. Dallas-St. Louis trade wins over the weekend, head to Game 7. Pair of Game 6s in the NHL tonight. However, Boston can close out the Blue Jackets in Columbus, and the Sharks will try to do the same with the Avalanche in Colorado. The Avs playing without Matt Calvert, so they're going to run seven defensemen, 11 forwards. Trevor Van Riemsdyk of the Hurricanes out for the season and for the next four to six months, in fact, with a shoulder injury hurt in Game 2 versus the Islanders. The Red Wings have hired Pat Verbeek as the assistant GM to Steve Eiserman. He was a pro scout for Detroit, and then he headed to Tampa alongside Stevie Y. Michelle Therrien expected to join the Flyers as an assistant coach. He will work with the newly signed head coach, Elaine Vigneault. Chris Knobloch being relieved of his duties today as well. The Leafs inking Russian forward Ilya Mikheyev to a one-year entry-level contract. 24 years old, 122 points in 224 career KHL games. Uh, tough start to round two for Bakersfield, Bob. You mentioned the 4 OT game against San Diego in game one, um, and then losing 3 2 the following night. Ethan Bear. Excuse me. 3-2 was the overtime game. 4-1 the following night. Ethan Bear with the lone goal there. So down two games as they shift back to San Diego. Finally, the Prince George Spruce Kings are Doyle Cup champions for the first time ever, beating Brooks over the weekend. Each team now off to the National Junior A Championship that starts on the 11th. Bowen Byram credited with two late assists. Got four points Friday night as... Uh PA lost 5-4 at home to Vancouver, then came back and swept uh, Vancouver 4-0. So they're 1-1 through the opening two games of that series. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.